Before we jump into today's episode, I want to invite you to a free online workshop that I'm hosting right now. And it's all about how to set up a virtual Bible study and start making disciples in as little as 24 hours, even if you have never done anything like that before. So if you're interested in attending this free workshop, all you have to do is click the link in the show notes or go to www.digitalmissionaryworkshop.com. That's www.digitalmissionaryworkshop.com. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. So recently, Netflix released a new video, movie, you know, things that go on Netflix, (laughs) about social media. You may have heard of it. It's called The Social Dilemma. So it's kind of a documentary, but it's also, you know, dramatized for sure. Like they have skits and things like that. But the whole film is really about the impact of social media on our society as a whole, the long-term impact that we're seeing that social media is having on people. And a couple of my Digital Missionary Academy students reached out asking what my thoughts were on it, and more specifically, whether Christians should even continue to use social media platforms. So I just want to give you my thoughts on the social dilemma, and then also give you some things to think about after you either watch it or listen to this episode to help you decide if you should continue using social media. So just to give you a broad overview of this film, it follows and interviews former software engineers and executives from companies like Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Google. And they're essentially just sharing the negative side effects of some of these platforms. One of the big ones being that since they are free to use, like you don't pay to use Facebook, you don't pay to use Twitter or Google, they're only free because companies and advertisers pay good money to get their ad in front of the right person at the right time. And in order for that to work, a couple of things have to happen. The first thing is that these platforms need to know a lot of information about you. So for instance, if PetSmart wants to promote dog food on Facebook, Facebook needs to be able to only show that ad for dog food to people that have dogs, right? If you have a cat and you see an ad for dog food, then that's not going to work for PetSmart. PetSmart doesn't want that. So Facebook has to gather enough information about you to know things like that in order to show you the right ad at the right time. And so we, as users of Facebook, are the products that they are offering to advertisers. So these platforms have to know a lot of information about you. But the thing that I thought was more interesting from a spiritual perspective is that this film dove into the way that these apps are designed and that they are not designed to just be fun things that you do or a place that you share photos of your birthday party, but they are designed to get you addicted so that you spend more time on them. And the example that's given in the film is that when you are scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or really any of these platforms, if you go all the way up to the top of the app and you pull down on the feed to refresh it, you'll see this small little blip and then it will refresh your feed with more images, more videos, more posts. 
It's the same exact motion, the same exact psychology that is used to make slot machines so addictive that you pull the lever, you, you, you pull the lever on the slot machine to see if you're going to strike a jackpot, that they're essentially hijacking that part of your brain to get you to associate this app with the potential pleasure of seeing something interesting. And the reason they do that is because the more time that these apps and platforms can get you to spend on their platforms, the more ads they can sell, the more ads they can put in front of you and the more money that they can make. So should Christians, coming back to the original question, should Christians continue using apps like Facebook and Instagram that are designed to get you hooked, that are are specifically set up in this way? That yes, they do allow you to connect with old friends and to share photos and to stay in touch with people, but they're also trying to get you addicted to these apps. Should you continue to use them as a Christian? And the answer is, well, it really just kind of depends, which is often the answer when it comes to these things, these gray area situations where the Bible doesn't specifically speak to something, but it does speak to it more generally. And the verse that I want to read together to guide our thoughts is in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, where right after Paul has talked about being transformed by the renewing of our minds to be able to test and approve what God's will is, that that is, that is our goal, that's what we're striving for. And then in verse 3, he says, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. And so this idea of having a sober judgment, a sober assessment of yourself is very important as a Christian, knowing what you can and cannot handle, knowing what situations you can go into without succumbing to temptation. If you think about this principle from a broader perspective, if you have a history of alcohol addiction, you should not go to a bar. But if you've never struggled with that and you're not with people that struggle with that, a bar is not a problem right? (laughs) And so we have to have a sober judgment of what we can and can't handle and know ourselves to know if we're putting ourselves in a situation where we could be compromised or put in a position that we don't want to be in. So thinking back to this question, should Christians, should you continue to use apps like Facebook and Instagram? If you find yourself spending too much time on social media, and by too much time, I mean, you are spending more time than you know that you should but you haven't been able to wean yourself off of it despite many attempts to do so. If that is you, you should probably consider some sort of social media fast and really count the costs of continuing to use these platforms. Because if social media has become an addiction, if it has become something you cannot give up, then you need to be really, really careful. The Bible is very specific that you can have no master except God and anything that we allow to come into our lives that has that much control over us can very quickly become an idol and become something that gets in the way of your relationship with God and your intimacy with God, all right? So if that is you, you find yourself spending too much time on social media and can't seem to really break the habit, consider doing a social media fast where you delete all the apps off your phone, you don't log in, you don't do anything for an extended period of time, and then really count the cost before you jump back in. But If you have no problem putting your phone down and engaging with the people around you, then you're probably okay to continue using these apps as you have been. One practical thing I would encourage 
all of you to consider, and this is something that I've done from my social media usage, is I've set up a daily time limit on my phone. Most phones will allow you to do this, where you can say, okay, I only want to spend 30 minutes a day playing games and 30 minutes a day on social media, or whatever the number is that you decide is the amount of time you want to spend. And then when you get to that limit, your phone will tell you like, hey, you hit your daily limit for social media. So that way you have an accountability partner built right into your phone to help you maintain some self-control. And you can even set it up as a parental control and then give the passcode to your spouse or your roommate or you know a close friend, and only they can unlock the phone to give you more access than what you've agreed to give yourself. So you can really create some great boundaries to protect yourself, to make sure that social media isn't just running rampant with your time and running rampant with your day. So definitely be wise when it comes to your social media usage. We should not be ignorant. We should not be blind to the potential that these platforms have to gain a foothold in our lives that doesn't need to be there. But social media, like the internet in general, is simply a tool. It's neither good nor evil. It's up to us to learn how to use social media as an effective tool and ultimately be able to use it as a tool to reach the lost. And so we want to have a sober judgment of what we can and cannot handle. And for each of us, that answer is going to be slightly different. But the big thing is that you don't want social media to become an idol in your life where it has too much control and you're not able to say no. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes and be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode and I'll talk to you soon.